Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. I am Spencer Hall, Editorial Director of SB Nation and founder of Every Day Should Be Saturday. Joining me, as always, uh, from the agricultural expanse of Kennesaw, Georgia, uh, that would be Jason Kirk, our college football editor. Hi, hi Jason. Yeah, by that we mean uh, the neighbors cutting grass. Um, I don't. I don't actually live on a farm, which would be appropriate this week, uh, because who oh boy, the teams we have in store for y'all could fill a fill a granary with with just husky manly football. Mm, all kinds of limbs to be lost in the chores that these teams perform on a week to week basis, merely in the act of survival. Speaking of survival, someone has home internet now. Yay! Brian Nanny. I'm fancy. You're so fancy. And Joining us from, uh, it's it's still Brooklyn. It's still I know you moved, but still you're still Brooklyn. in Brooklyn, right? It's always Brooklyn, yeah. It's always Brooklyn. It's always By code, Brooklyn. you live in Brooklyn. Um, I have a farm-related question. Okay. Um, so when, when you think of a farm, you probably, you have some, I, I think, assumptions or some connotations that go with it. You probably think of blue-collar folk, uh, salt of the earth, getting dirty. You maybe There are also probably some negative associations with farmers that are probably not fair about their intelligence or worldliness or what have you. A vineyard is a farm, but vineyard motherfuckers get off scot-free. If you tell somebody you're a farmer, they have a certain picture of you. But if you say you own a vineyard... Oh my God! You are just—you are just the fanciest motherfucker in town. Is this where we can? Can we artisanalize? Can we recommodify various farms by specialty project? I think and so. Product, right? Because, like, you know, oh, it's a taco. No, no, no. I'm sorry. This is these these tortillas were handmade. This is a taqueria. This a ta- is not a taco. This is an open source tortilla delivery system yeah this is not this is not a firearm it's actually like a lego kit that you use to disrupt people's internal organs right huh. yeah i, I mean I who, would, who, would, who would look at something like that what an atrocious and abhorrent way of looking at anything right uh fortunately no one would actually write that or publish it anyway so how can we re-commodify the farm how can we like like it's not a, a pig farm has no glamour to it, right? No. Right? Uh, that that I think that is a um um um. Bacon DreamWorks. Hmm. Too cute. Uh, then I just feel like it. I, I mean, then you're just like pissed off at it because it's making that face at you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The yeah, pigs yeah. are making that <laughs> smirk at you, and you're like, "Fuck that pig! I'm not eating that pig." Yeah. What if I called it? What if I called it? Uh, a swine field. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's. I mean, that that sounds a little too much like swine flu. Maybe okay. you call it like um, like craft meat, like instead of a craft brewery, like a craft meatery. Mm-hmm. Yes. By the way, your opinions gaining more weight with the sound of actual agriculture going on behind you. Yeah, I have. I have a certain degree of authority here. If I if I say call it a pig farm, you guys are gonna be like, hmm, hmm that's not bad. Yeah, or uh, can, pork, can we a get pork mongery? <laughs> a pork wow! <laughs> wow! Go, go Arkansas! <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead. I have 
the best name for updating the cow farm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call it a beef hollow. Oh, that's good. That that <laughs> has kind of like a Lord of the Rings connotation to it, to feel to it as well. I know, man. Just like you have to walk into Beef Hollow carrying a staff and muttering strange things in Elvish. One does not simply yeah, you're, walk you're into we- Beef Hollow. <laughs> you're wearing you're wearing like robes with mm-hmm. suspenders on them. Like you you have a staff and a banjo. Yeah, that's uh, so. That would be a Beef Hollow, and uh, I, I think. I think I'm out of artisanal, but you get the point. Yeah. If I had to, if I had to rename Nebraska, they're the corn. I think Nebraska was ahead of the curve on this because cornhusker is a really glorified term for like corn farmer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, they they did a pretty good job with it. Yeah. Like they had the like five dollar labels on a one dollar bottle of brand well before anyone else. Right. Like these artisanally harvested linemen taken from the heartland. Placed Nebraska. in a Nebraska, placed in a system that that functioned much as it has since 1918. The option, this party lineman. country. We're saying okay. Nebraska was pre-gentrified. I'm saying that Nebraska were the original gentrifiers. They were ahead of the curve on all of this, yep. and that if you could bottle Nebraska football and sell it for like eighteen dollars to people who moved to Austin like seven years huh. ago. That's exactly. saying, like, I'm going like, to test that theory. Like and... Nebraska, Nebraska in a bottle. Has have they ever tried that before? Like put really potent Nebraska stuff in a bottle and 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 maybe give hmm. it to football players. No, no, I have no idea. We are we are subtweeting so many people tonight. This is amazing. Um, yeah, this got weird, and I approve. Yeah, no, they've never done that. Why would you say a thing like that? They were the best football team any of us ever saw, and we'll just dismiss any and all steroid rumors just about them. raw beef-fed beef strength. Yeah, so uh, out there in the beef hollow in in, uh, in Lincoln, uh, it's, it hasn't been that way, not lately. You're looking at a six and seventeen rolling into this year into hey, 2016. Man. This is this is the state America doesn't appreciate its farmers. That's true. That's you true. Know? And this is just one one example of how they don't appreciate their farmers. For for instance, uh, they don't appreciate their farmers by uh, taking taking a nice man like Bo Pelini and mm-hmm. letting him get hired away I'm by. I'm sorry. Youngster. I'm sorry. You did call Bo Pelini a nice man. Yeah. All right. So uh, again, shutdown full cast makes no guarantee that anything we say is factually accurate. Please continue. Remember, uh, the, man, the man the man cranked out nine win crops year in year out. That's true. It was a steady uh, it was a steady rotation, and like any good crop rotation, you can't just win all the time. You got to let let some of them go fallow. That is about about four games a year. You mm-hmm. get the dust bowl. Yep. That's how that works. Yep. Nine and four. September. It's always September fourth. I hope we're really Hopefully pissing off world. some uh, the farmers that listen to us by just totally misunderstanding how farming works. Yeah, you you want you want some fun facts about Nebraska? Yeah, J- just a couple. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. They're, they're losing four starting offensive linemen. Cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, they're they're depending on uh, they're depending on on uh, having a quarterback, mm-hmm. which. When was the last time that happened? Oh, it's been it's been a spell. It's been well, you know, Eric Crouch spell. He he is a seventeenth year senior though. Tommy Armstrong. He's been there since nineteen ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Was a teammate of Scott Frost. Neil Neil Armstrong's brother. <laughs> yeah, Neil, he is Neil Armstrong's brother. He's held up so well. He's, he's been there so long that I, I heard Nebraska's recruiting Tommy Armstrong the third. Wow. 
traditionally traditionally a Purdue family, but you know, everyone's got a black sheep. We're not, yeah, uh, we don't want to talk about Purdue on the Nebraska episode. <laughs> sore, <laughs> sore subject. Oh, wow. oh, there's, there's a Move. trap. Keep there's, it moving. There's a, tra- there's a trap door to hell. Let's just walk right by it. Abort. <laughs> yeah. And also just continuing to note the, the inability of uh, inability of Nebraska to sort of build a consistent defense of any sort. And thank goodness they hired a guy from the Pac-12. Cause that, <laughs> that'll solve that. Yeah. <laughs> that'll solve that. Um, so when, when you look at the schedule this year, um, I want to say something nice about you, Nebraska. So why don't we not look at your schedule? Oh, that's the solution. Okay, cool. Hmm. So we're bl- so blind, a blind, a blind record. Well, all right. <laughs> now look at this. All right. They went, they went six and seven last year. Yeah. Right. A, a, a slightly deceptive six and seven. <laughs> what makes you say that? They were probably about the same nine-ish win quality uh, by Big Ten West standards, oh, I, and that, that that was our that was our weekly shitting on the Big Ten West by I, our, I mean mine. I thought you um, meant that but, they were going to be the first answer, the first trivia answer to name a six and seven team that won its bowl game. <laughs> yeah, you went, you 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 went, you actually won your bowl game. To get one win closer to 500. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're thinking positively, right? Yeah, that's you true. you actually got you're you're one under, mm-hmm. one under. Join, join, joining the uh, elite club of Minnesota and San Jose State because five and seven bowl teams went three and zero last year. Yeah, that's and, the key. And, and let me tell you what. This is the one where when we predict when when we predict the record here. Oh man, there are. There are so many ways that we could go bust on the river oh, here. We're, okay? we're, going, we're going to. This is going to be like the saddest Price is Right game. Yeah, because there's no way. Like there are several games here where I'm like, I, I have no data. Yeah. I have no ability to even guess what's going to happen. For instance, September 3rd at Fresno State. I mean, they should win that. Sure. Mm. Should. Wyoming. They should definitely win that. Oh, look, you're 2-0. and Okay, and Oregon comes to town. You know what? I don't know what the hell is going to happen besides Oregon winning. Okay, you're two and one. Then you get into the Big Ten. And honestly, I want you to look at the Big Ten schedule here and tell me how many games you know they're going to lose. I mean uh, that. Lose. Uh, at Ohio State. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's one. That's it. That's it. Now, the rest <laughs> of them. Now the rest of them, I want to play this game with Nebraska's schedule. How many, how many Look are, at their are they schedule. Going to win? How many are they definitely going to win? Because this is where uh, we, this is get, where we would normally say Purdue, but we can't say that <laughs> Nebraska. You get Illinois at home. You get the team of which we will not speak. That's it. I feel like Illinois is everybody's homecoming opponent this year. Yeah, Illinois is bringing corsages everywhere they go. <laughs> They just they just pass him around. He's just the he's just the cheap like last minute cruise for everybody. Like I don't know, I have a plan for vacation. Illinois. Maybe Lovey maybe Lovey Smith is like a really good singer, and they want him at you know homecoming <laughs> gatherings. Illinois, your handsome cousin who doesn't think it's weird to go to prom with you. <laughs> no, it's not weird at all, man. It's cool. You can. We'll, we'll, I'll be your date. I love we'll, dancing. Yeah, I love dancing. We'll dance together. It won't be weird. It won't be weird. Illinois is out here just like crashing on folks' couches. Like, yeah, man. True. We don't have a home. Can we? Can we go to yours? Hey, just happy to keep my per diem. You know, just day by day. I'm gonna get a gig. It'll it'll work. You'll see. Um, yeah, they're all they're all they're all coin flips. I I can't. I, I yeah, don't I don't know. know. I don't have anything yeah. else to say. So based on that, 
I'm going to call for them to make a bowl game and show improvement by finishing at seven and six. <laughs> see, see, yeah. See, I think they're going to go six and seven, but with the bowl game loss, and people won't <laughs> people won't know whether that's improvement or a step back. <laughs> sure. I don't. I don't know. I mean, yeah. This is. That's it. We're going to move to the next team, but just know this: the theme for Nebraska 2016 is. We don't know. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. I mean, I mean except, we're, we're, except a Big Ten uh, title birth. But other than that. Except well, nine wins. Yeah. It, in, it, it, in, my, in my heart and in my mind, I, I, do, I do have Nebraska doing around nine, but um, six and seven the, the hard way, that, that's a lot more entertaining. What, speaking of transitions, how would you gentrify the horse farm? Ooh, uh, that is a um, a uh, the the original. Um, oh, that, that's uh, the equest- hybrid, that's the, the original equ- the original equ- hybrid vehicle. That's the equestrial plane. The equestrian. <laughs> I, I was gonna I was gonna call it the uh, the like Mercado del Caballo, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that that works too because our transition to a new and entirely different kind of Bronco. Hey. Seamless, hey. seamless, you asshole. Shameless and seamless and seamless and shameless. That would be UVA. Yeah, we're not going to talk for UVA that long. No one should. No. Uh, not a thing. Another Oregon fan. Uh, another Oregon opponent, rather, though. Does, so. or, does or, or, Oregon plays 13 teams in the first two weeks of the season. Yep. All the same two days. It's a, it's a tough schedule, but it is a way to build your resume early, and I respect that. Yep. They're, they're innovators. You know, and when you got Nike, they'll just let you do that. They're like, "Whoop, sorry, it's Monday." Nope, calling it today's Saturday. I, I, I like the build your resume implication of an Oregon Virginia game, as if any positive resume lines will come from that. I mean, <laughs> Where, they've I guess, done I guess it before. Both sides, are, both sides are just doing it for the experience. Maybe Mark, um, maybe Mark Helfrich doesn't know how to uh, decline a Google Calendar invite, and that's how Oregon gets all these games scheduled. What was the last time you saw a UVA grad win on anything but a resume? Ooh, wow. Just just let, letting that out there. Uh, it's a really good school. Yeah, I've, I've heard of so many of you. Tiki Barber, he didn't mean it. No, <laughs> I did, Tiki. Come for my ass. I dare you. I'm not an intern on your TV show. What do you want to do with me? <laughs> Jesus. Mean, some um, mean night. Some but, mean, mean night. But before... UVA plays Oregon, they get Richmond. I don't know why I brought that up. I just thought people should know that Richmond. Which calls to mind the only good game day sign from all of last year, uh-huh. which was at JMU. Uh, it was two girls holding up a sign that said, uh, Richmond pooped. I think it was. Richmond farted, <laughs> Richmond pooped. I don't remember what it was, but it was one of those two, and uh, that's all I have to say about Virginia. Cool. Five and seven. Just phoning that in. You know what? I didn't look at the schedule past Duke because it's. I mean, it's it's the ACC Coastal. It's it's either seven and five or five and seven, and they're five and seven. (laughs) Uh, That uh, five and seven, Uh, yeah, seven and five or five and seven. You know what? I'm gonna say this. I'm I'm gonna put Bronco up. Bronco's gonna Bronco's gonna get the, the benefit of the doubt. And attain what is considered success at UVA. I'm just going to call it uh, seven and five. By the way, I can predict how many quarters of UVA football Jason and I will watch this year because, like, Ryan won't watch any of those. Oh, I will He's watch. Not... I will watch that UConn game. Don't you yeah. dare, you son of a bitch. That's Let's correct. 
So for any of these on Thursday, none of these, none of these are on Thursday. That that takes it down. Yeah. Oh yeah, shit. I might go to five and seven because Thursdays belong to UVA. Uh, <laughs> also, that uh, that uh, that Oregon uh, game is at ten thirty East Coast time. Uh, yeah, people aren't watching that. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and just say this. Uh, they're gonna go. I'll stick with seven and five. And that Ryan will watch three quarters of UVA football, and I will watch a combined two this year. I'll I um I mean I might not see any. I don't see how I don't see how any any right thinking person would see any Virginia football this year. I mean the the only all way these games I, are on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there, uh, there, on will, the big there will definitely be a better game being played at the same time. Yeah, I would say the three of us combined won't watch 10 minutes of Virginia football all year. That should be, Virginia's thing should just be like, yeah, we don't play on Saturdays anymore. We're Wednesday night. That's all we do. Come find that us. That is the, the classy night because Saturdays are for. And that way you can pull the, um, you can pull the television, you know, where, where a TV network will be like, America's most watched action comedy on Tuesdays is Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck looks terrible, by the way. Uh, but UVA can do that. They can own Wednesday night. They can be America's most watched Wednesday night ACC team. So it's like Virginia makes a run through the Mountain West every Friday night. <laughs> uh, it's better than that, that would... MacGyver re- re- reboot looks like. So remember how you've been. Remember how you've been trouble. You've had trouble getting to sleep mm-hmm. on Thursdays because mm-hmm. you're so excited for Fridays. Do you want to be reminded to go to bed? Well. Fear, fear no more. I've been waiting <laughs> all day for Thursday night. Time oh, and to Friday go to night. Bed. Friday night is Mac Brown's night. We got we got Ooh. Mac Brown calling Virginia games. Ooh, that's that'll knock folks out. <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Just a reminder that going to bed earlier is extremely important. You could, and by the way, with your bed, they say to flip the bed. And then to get a new bed every five years. I'd like but to I see. Want you. I'd like to see Virginia open the offense up like a breathe right strip. You got to think about what that bed's done for you, and all the good rest it's given you. You might want to just hang on to it. Ooh, I didn't sounds- like what BYU did to Bronco Mendenhall, and I especially didn't like what Bronco Mendenhall did to me at Texas. This secondary is snug as a duvet <laughs> cover. Boy, he really didn't like what Bronco Mendenhall did to him at Texas. <laughs> Hey, hey, we're talking about Virginia, but y'all remember that time BYU <laughs> Texas? Man, oh, we really can't go an entire episode without talking shit about Texas. Sorry. Can you, can, you, can you imagine some sequence of events that ended up with with Virginia playing Texas in a bowl game and Mac Brown having to call it and just getting like <laughs> serious PTSD shakes? Like, ah. <sighs> so, wait, wait. Texas not making a bowl game. Move on. <laughs> oh, we got him at nine and three. That's you. I I expressly disclaimed Wait. that opinion. Redsheet doesn't say so. Yeah, you know what? The most Texas thing I can do would be to secede from that opinion. Let's talk about Clemson. <laughs> or to kill, or to kill it without a proper trial. <laughs> exactly what we're about to do. These drugs are smuggled. Uh, hey, Clemson! Congratulations on making the national championship last year and playing Alabama down to the wire. For some reason, we put you behind Nebraska and UVA. In this preview, God, we're assholes. Tremendous yeah. assholes. It, 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 Clemson does continue our agricultural theme, though. Sure, so, sure. The, fa- I, I th- the I farm think it's, on a it's lake. Important, it's important to mention that. And a, a, pro, a 
prolific agricultural school, and as uh, I check once a year at least on the South Carolina Clemson rivalry Wikipedia page to make sure it still has a section headlined agitation from the farmers, <laughs> which was apparently a critical turning point in state history when farmers got involved in that rivalry. Um, and uh, yeah, that, that section has been there for at least five years now. It, and I hope it, it never goes away. It's also my favorite Jewel song from the last four years. Mm-hmm. It's very soulful. Yeah, it's, it's important to have one of those. I didn't know that she had them <laughs> at all. Uh, the, the question that I want to ask, because this is the team that everybody knows, Oh, you, you lost a ton of people in the secondary, okay, including Mackenzie Alexander. Uh, you're, you're pretty much going to be uh, you're going to be kind of a mess there for a bit, to be honest. Like, just prepare. Can I tell you how you might want to just line up uh, for that and what might result from playing the first month of your season, and getting your secondary together? Uh, one, you play at Auburn. Oh, you you want you want an offense that might be throwing throwing you the ball a little bit. <laughs> Generous. You, you, you you want to get that secondary get there get get them some hands work, yeah get them some hands work. Jeremy Johnson throwing the ball. You might get some added confidence just, coming just, at you real just fast. Distributing fishes and loaves, my man. That's all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you get like two gimmies, Troy and South Carolina State, and then uh, you get uh, Georgia Tech because you know that's a passing team. Uh, and then you really don't get anybody who even attempts to do that. Until Louisville, and then after that, it, it's a fall off all the way back to October 29th. So, but they got to play Boston College. <laughs> you got two. It's true. You have like um, two or three teams in the first like six weeks of the season, seven weeks of the season that won't throw the ball more than eight times a game. I mean, and, and keep it going. Like after, let's see, after NC State, then Florida State. Okay, they'll be able to pass. Syracuse, uh, Syracuse, Syracuse is going to pass Syracuse like what? Yeah. Then you finish with. Pit, who uh, their their entire game plan is just it just sounds like the word pit. <laughs> then you got Wake in South Carolina, so you play what three teams? Oh shit! Throw? You gotta play Will Muschamp offense. You fucked. <laughs> this is so, yeah, the two, the two very. I mean, I guess in a playoff sense, the two big concerns, but in a in an ACC sense, minor concerns for Clemson are, you know, they lost uh, two very good defensive linemen and at least two very good players in the secondary. But who's going to take advantage of that other than maybe Louisville, maybe FSU? Yeah, you have very little to do that. And then you have somebody who can mask your defensive inadequacies on the other side of the ball in Deshaun Watson because uh, he's going to score. They're, they're yeah. going to score. They, they, oh, boy, they are going to score a lot. I mean, like, what is the worst case Clemson's going to do this year? Give up 45 points? Okay, Deshaun Watson's going to score 80 points. Like he got back, he gets back his entire offense. Uh, he's, you know, he's a year older. They say the third year is when you'd make your actual, you know, your actual leap in development. And he gets back his best receiver. Clemson played its entire season last year without its actual best receiver. Um, that offense is scary. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, get, you get Mike. You get Mike Williams. You get Artavis Scott. <laughs> you get Deion Kane. You know what? Oh. You know what? Watch that Boston and, College and, game be a weird slugfest anyway. Oh yeah. Just yeah. watch it sure. be some like, oh man, fifteen to two. Good win, Clemson. No Clemson. matter who you are, BC's gonna drag you in the deep water. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna tell you this. The only re- they're gonna go ten and two at worst, and here's why. They got Deshaun Watson and they have a guy named Ray Ray McLeod. Yeah. I am not betting against any team blessed and armed with something as fearsome as a Ray Ray McLeod. Oh yeah, and Deshaun Watson. He threw for four thousand yards last year. Threw for thirty-five. That's a lot. 
He ran for over a thousand. That's a lot. Twelve TDs. Yeah, my God, played the best offensive game I've seen a single player play, like maybe since Mike Vick against Florida State, like against a really really fine Alabama team and keeping them in the game single handedly. Yeah, he's awesome. If he doesn't get injured, like ten and two is as bad as they're going to do. Do they have to run the table to make get back to the playoff? No, no. Okay. Okay. I think they could. It depends on that. It, it depends on what that one is. I almost think yeah. if you lose one, you just fuck up an easy one. If, right? you, if you lose one, then you know, then you're then you're 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 uh, you're playing politics and you're you're hoping for chaos and all that. But you're not out by any means. I mean, one spot goes to the SEC. Right. You know, uh, the the Big Ten with Ohio State losing so much, I don't know if that's a guaranteed spot there. You know, if the Big Ten as a as a two loss champion or something like that. You know, and then of course Pac-12 champ will have like eight losses. So. Yeah, I mean, it, I could see a, a one-loss Clemson in there, no problem. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm, I'm actually, I'm just gonna, I, I will call this. I don't think they lose to a soul on the schedule. So undefeated, undefeated, rolling back in. That's okay. Um, I at am FSU. a little less confident in that. Yeah, at FSU stands out. Um, at Georgia Tech on a Thursday is still weird and dumb, even though they Ooh. don't have a big game before it. Um, I'll I'll say eleven and one. It 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 helps that Florida State and Georgia Tech are the only. I mean, I guess Auburn, but no, we don't care about you, Auburn. Are like the the road schedule is not so bad. Not yeah. so bad. So 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 you're saying eleven and one. I got twelve and zero. I will. Ryan, I will. Ryan. Side, I will side with Jason. Eleven and one. All right, eleven and one. It is just because it's hard. It's hard to go undefeated in consecutive seasons. Yeah. Unless you're Michigan, that's like who we have going undefeated. Well, yeah, that's yeah. That, yeah. That's easy. That's... Harbaugh's, listen, man, Harbaugh's got a kid on the way. He's got to make oh. some money. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, we've just put Clemson in the playoff, I believe. <laughs> yep, fine with that. We probably have, Shit, like, did they bump the Stan- did, they, did they just bump Stanford? I think so. Fuck, man. Yeah. Well, you guys got to tell me this. I'm trying to be the best Stanford fan I can be. Actually, on our board right now, we have... Four Pac-12 North teams at nine and three. We'll say Stanford uh, beat them all and has the tiebreaker. <laughs> Good, thank we'll you, that. thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh huh. Right. Um, yeah, math, math, math is not a feature of this yeah, podcast. Yeah, don't worry about that. Let's. Don't, oh don't yeah, uh, it, it, I I I I know somebody out there is going to at the end of this look at our numbers and say, "Well, that shit's fucking impossible," and here's why. And I want you to know right now, I don't care. I don't care at but, all. Let's see. We got uh, Oklahoma. Yeah. I'm not even going to try to transition oh boy. that. The uh, A Clemson opponent last year. Yes. Yes. And a, a team which, again, uh, like every single Bob Stoops team ever, is either going to make the playoff or go 10-2. and two. There. The first month Next. of this schedule. No. Stop it. Oh. The oh. first month of this schedule is brutal. It's hot. It's it is so hot. Brutal. I mean, you got you got ULM. <laughs> yeah. You got Texas. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. That's all you need. That's all you need. And, and, th- and three top ten teams. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Oklahoma, Oklahoma goes in. Man, they go teeth first uh, this year. Houston to open. Ooh, you, no pressure. <laughs> no, yeah, you exactly. <laughs> Better not lose. <laughs> 
like if you, if you win, you get like, oh, cool, you beat a mid-major. You know what I mean? Like, there's no like, wow, man, you beat the American Conference champion. Like, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> if you lose, oh boy, did you lose? Yeah, like, also, if, if, good, but it does. It's not going to read like Houston's good. If Houston, also, if Houston beats account. Oklahoma, Tom Herman might get the Texas job the next day. I'm hurt. I might get the Oklahoma job. <laughs> job. <laughs> Bidding war. You're you're looking at you're looking at like you're looking at the dude down the street getting out of the pool. <laughs> you're like, oh, he goes to the gym. Oh man, everyone's looking at him. No, oh, no. You're looking at the next thing. Uh, then Houston's up by like 25, and in the middle of the fourth quarter, cameras are trying to find Bob Stoops. <laughs> no, they're trying There's to find. Just- Boosters and cowboy hats waving Tom Herman over. <laughs> Man, Mike Mike, Sto- Mike Stoops is the one that really needs to worry about that. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> oh boy, because you know what, old old Bob's got a chair. Lay you know low, Mike. Mike. Yeah, you know who gave Mike a chair, Bob. <laughs> you know whose chair that still is, Bob's. You're just sitting in it, Mike. You, you know back. who ain't you know who ain't irreplaceable. Other Stoops brothers. Other, exactly. There are supplemental Stoopses, and then there's Bob. Mike, you're just a backup Stoops. <laughs> yeah, you're mid. You're, you're mid game. You're not big game, Bob. You're mid game, Mike. Uh, then they get they get Ohio State. They do get Ohio State in a rebuilding year, and they get them uh, in Oklahoma. So that should be that's like that's mm-hmm. that's they could yeah they should that's that's not a loss. And then they get a weird one uh, on October first. They, they get at TCU to start the month of October yep. before they they get to Texas, and it seems to me that like somewhere in there there has to be a, a stumble because they get Ohio State and they get a bye week, then they get at TCU, which ain't easy, and then they play Texas, where anything can happen. Like Texas, like Texas winning, Texas winning last year, for instance. Yeah, like that being like a total coin flip of rivalry where the you know where the pregame rankings and what vegas thinks are completely irrelevant and uh, but yeah with- in the in the in the first five games of your season you have okay the biggest uh the biggest mid-major game of the entire year yep. um you know if houston wins that game then we're talking about like uh-oh might have a, you know might have a non-power in the playoff so like Lots and lots of stakes there. You have Ohio State. That's the biggest uh, out-of-conference game of the entire year anywhere. Uh, at TCU, that might be the Big 12 championship in week four, week five. Uh, and then you have the Texas, you know, the mayhem game against Texas. So by week five, Oklahoma could be number one. Bob Stoops could be, uh, could be kidnapped. Who knows? That also, yeah. uh, what I like about that Oklahoma game, uh, the Texas game rather, is that that could definitely be a like Charlie Strong has to win this because if they've already lost to Notre Dame and maybe Cal on the road and maybe Oklahoma State, that could be bad. So you yeah, might. So then we're talking about like a one in three Texas and a four and zero Oklahoma. Oh, what Oklahoma. could go wrong? By, by the way, we managed to go this whole time without talking about a quarterback who had thirty six TDs, which is seven interceptions. <laughs> All right. Through for thirty. Threw for thirty seven hundred yards last year. Baker Mayfield was incredible. So that that offense should be great. They I think they need two new starters in the offensive line. But other than that, they're doing they're just chugging along. And uh, let's see. Oh man, you, you know who they have at running back? Yeah. Well, they got they got uh, some IJP Ryan. No big uh, deal. Just the all time record holder for yards in a game happened against Kansas, but it was still it still NCAA counts. Sanctioned. That still counts. You believe it or not, still legal if you do it against Kansas. 
And his backup is the guy nobody really wants to acknowledge or talk about. But oh, yeah, there. No. Ooh, yeah, that's wow. Joe Mixon. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, several courts in the state of Oklahoma want to talk about him, but... Yeah. I think actually they don't. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> they don't seem to... Uh, they, they're, they, they're unfamiliar with that. They didn't see a thing, officer. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, so... So, yeah, we won't talk about Joe mm-hmm. Mixon. Because, yep. you know, hey, let's just... The Big 12 hasn't had any scandals this year. Everything's correct? fine. Everything's, Everything's fine. fine. Yeah. All is well. Yeah, so uh, looking at this, I would just say that uh, you probably have... This is probably like where I could see you losing one in that four that three-game stretch in like September, October. You lose one of those. And then from there on out... Like only that trip to West Virginia sort of has any kind of trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would say that, and they need to replace a cornerback. So ten and two. I'll, I'll call ten and I'll, two. I'll throw Bedlam in the who knows category. Always, yeah. So, always. Yeah. Actually, uh, not actually, actually not always. Like if you yeah, never that, like, pretty much. No, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I always say that, like, it's Bedlam, anything can happen. Not really. That's that's a game that's really branded itself well. Like, oh, you got to watch Bedlam. No, you don't. (laughs) Look at the record. You don't need to watch Bedlam. I I, I think Little Caesar should embrace that. Like, you'll never know what's on the (laughs) menu. Yeah, it's just pizza. Yeah. The Bedlam (laughs) box. Yep, just pizza. Who knows what madness lies in the heart of Little Caesars? Carbohydrates. Just, just cheese. Uh, just, cheese. Uh, just square pizza. Cool, 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 cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's insanity. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go eleven and one. I think, I think you drop at TCU, and otherwise uh, at Texas Tech, that's gonna get ugly. That's gonna get wild and hairy. Uh, but otherwise, I think it sets up nice. You get Ohio State early. Uh, gosh, you better beat Houston. Everything else looks pretty good here. Oh Lord, you better beat Houston. Uh, so I'm putting Oklahoma in the playoff as well. Wow. Yeah. That's... Well, I'm, I'm going to put them at 10 and 2. Yeah, uh, I, I, think... I, I think 2 sounds right. Okay. Just okay. they – the Tennessee game was stupidly close last year. There were a, a bunch of these – they barely beat TCU. They mostly squeaked by Baylor. I don't know. I just <laughs> – I feel like there's probably a little bit of reversal coming this year. A little bit. Of I, I, I would also say this: that when you apply pressure to the general, uh, the general whole of this Oklahoma team thus far in this model, with these coordinators and these players and the way that they're recruiting, the place they break is on defense, and yeah. they break down in the se- and they break down in the secondary. And the Big Twelve is exactly the kind of place that where well, you've got and, two, and three, Houston, maybe four teams. And Houston and Ohio State are not the two teams to play early on if that's your thing, right? Yeah, because you're playing teams that like to spread the ball and make the safeties move one way or the other, and suddenly, yeah, there's somebody behind them. Yeah, especially plus, if you're breaking in a new corner or two. Plus Monroe. Yeah, and, and also the noble, Monroe. The normal Warhawk. The okay. noble Warhawk. O- Oklahoma, three and eight. There, wow. You wow. You burned. I'm, 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 I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. But well, but ten and two is, I believe, our final answer. Okay. Okay. And this moves on to our kicker, finishing out the program. We saved the, we saved the most Iowa for the last. And you that, said kicker. <laughs> <laughs> the, the most, the most important position on the field for this particular In team. In case you thought we were going to punt on the end of this. All right. <laughs> let me just start by saying this: if you go and you look at the number of prospects produced by a single state. 
uh, compiles for every state in the entire union. Uh, you you get you get a couple on the bottom, and one of them's Iowa. Iowa doesn't Iowa doesn't produce many. So if you wonder why they pay Kirk Ferentz uh, twenty three million dollars a year, I think is his current salary, uh-huh. uh, and they occasionally let him put members of the family on the payroll. Uh, it's because under Kirk Ferentz they have not just outpunched their weight. Uh, there's some more extreme way of saying this. They have uh, outpunted, outpunted their weight, I believe. Mm, mm, I like that. I like that. They definitely, they have definitely outpunted their weight. Period. So, Los Reyes de la Cico. Oh, we, oh, wait, wait. I think that's the Herald of America's <laughs> finest rivalry game. I Vamos. believe what Ryan is saying is that we should look at the schedule. Um, and uh, the game against Iowa State is on September 10th. Yeah, uh, that would be September 10th, Iowa State. This is the game that Ryan and I, I won't speak for Jason, but Ryan and I care most about And on Rivalry Week. It's not even on Rivalry Week. That's what a rivalry it is. It's played in the, in the second week of the season. You can't let it boil. It'll, 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 it'll boil over. No, it's fresh, man. You don't want to let got, that. You got to get right to it. You don't want to let that ferment. It becomes a liquor too strong, even for for the the immortal drinkers of the Midwest to handle. Okay. You don't want to let like you know either of these teams like figure out offensive identities or or, nope. or, or anything like that. No, no. Nope. nope. You, you, you want, want it. right out of training camp. Let's get to it. It's like the Kentucky Derby. Just put the three-year-olds out there. Watch them run. <laughs> Iowa, Iowa State. It's like Second if week. the trash monster from Star Wars fought a different trash monster from Star Wars. It's so good. And the only I way, the only, and, and the only goal is for the rest of us to get the fuck out of the garbage compactor. <laughs> Just like, like as if Kirk Ferentz in the role of Skywalker is like, shut it off, shut it off. <laughs> and and the rest of us are like, no, no, no we're gonna, no. We're gonna let you. We're gonna watch this. What a wonderful smell you've discovered, Iowa. <laughs> so it's how called, many? It's called Ames. <laughs> in the history of this rivalry, how many times has the losing team scored zero points? Oh boy! Uh, hold on, hold on. I'm looking. We're Ten, looking. 11, 12, 13. It's a lot. Uh, looks like only thirteen times out of. Uh, 63 meetings. I guess that's, that's probably yeah, not that bad. There's, 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 there's a lot of there's a lot of twos and there, threes. There's and a five in here. <laughs> there's a two to nothing. Two to nothing. That's a great one. Six three. Twelve ten. Ten seven. Seventeen five. I believe that's a Young Jeezy song. A lot of <laughs> these. A lot of these scores are shitty. Uh, holding poker hands. Yeah. The, Fifteen thirteen. <laughs> Shit. These I are got, all these, these are blackjack quizzes. I got ten three off suit. I fold. <laughs> uh, that or uh, that or this. The, the other thing in this game that is absolutely a delight is how mad Iowa fans. Not really Iowa State fans. They they, they know what's up. I think they're just uh, kind of they're, they're kind of always mad, like uh, like the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> like if the Hulk couldn't change. Like if the like Little Red Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is that. That's how this happens. Uh, this is, by the way, a a team that uh, ha- how they do last year. Just I don't want to short everybody. Uh, last uh, year, Iowa won. Rose Bowl appearance. 
Rose Bowl appearance. I mean, the, Iowa, Iowa beat Iowa State. That's what we were talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, right? you're right. The most important. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the Rose Bowl of Iowa. <laughs> and then after that, the, the undefeated Iowa Hawkeyes triumphed <laughs> by making an appearance at the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. 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 That's the the tradition. The traditional uh, El Asico post game <laughs> celebration I, is always in Pasadena. I will say, well, I don't. This is not anything against Michigan State. I am a little sad that Iowa State, uh, that Iowa rather did not win the Big Ten championship game, just to see the playoff committee be like, "Well, fuck, uh, we kind of, <laughs> we kind of <laughs> fucking have to, don't we? God damn it." <laughs> We felt that Houston's body was <laughs> most impressive and exhibited great game control. However, Iowa, uh, we, did not, we were unable to obtain any of their game film. They are in the Rose Bowl. Jim Delaney just writing the sternest handwritten letter. <laughs> uh, in terms of coach rewarding, we thought Iowa outperformed most of its competitors. And on Iowa that metric, and Michigan State will be playing Stanford in the Rose Bowl. Coach Willingham was particularly impressed by Iowa's willingness to uh, hold on to a coach for so long. <laughs> Yeah. By the way, what was incredible this? investment in human resources. <laughs> like that's that's the one that's the one thing I because look we know it, it, taking Michigan State out of the playoff doesn't change a goddamn thing. So why not uh, just put, Al- maybe Alabama's a little more winded if it has to chase down more punch. Sure. Sure. Instead of, instead of just sacking Connor Cook, I don't know. So so that's the one result I would have liked to change from last year. Iowa, Big Ten champion, playoff participant. Yeah, I would also state this. My favorite thing. Uh, what was the score at halftime of the Rose Bowl that a triumphant Iowa team, no, a twelve and one Iowa team, made? It was twenty-eight zero or thirty-five zero. It was a yes, thirty-five biscuit. That's that's what it was. Thirty-five, you mad woman. Can you imagine how mad Iowa fans were seeing like a white dude do all that to them? Like. <laughs> You have betrayed in so many. You guys have so many Iowa values. They were like wealthy private school. Damn it! (laughs) (laughs) With a white running back who's uninjured. (laughs) With a sarcastic marching band, (laughs) and they got Tim White at halfback. The part, the part that made, the part that burnt them the hardest, not losing 35-0, but having the Stanford marching band make vicious, sort of clumsy fun of them. That was it. Like basically, they were like, "You're Hicks," and Iowa people were like, Stanford came out and said, "We, our campus is called the Farm. Here's a tribute to the Farm. Here's a cow." (laughs) Iowa fans saw a cow and uh, got mad. (laughs) Though they got mad for like. Are, like anything we put on Facebook, there were like thirty rabid Iowa fans under it, just infuriated. Like, so, how no, could you put this blasphemy on my timeline? Here's a little media inside baseball for you listeners. For the seventeen of you who've made it this far, uh, okay. all of you Iowa State fans, um, the the college football playoff went to New Year's Eve night, which was a stupid, horrible decision made by old old men who never leave their homes. Um, that was very bad for everyone in sports media. That night was just a total disaster of a tank for everyone, including us. You know, we were we were working very hard, and, and there is and people aren't really online, so uh, 
the whole time we just kept telling ourselves, hey, tomorrow Stanford's band is going to piss off Iowa. That's going to make everything okay. <laughs> All the numbers are going to come back as soon as that happens. We were counting on it. We literally planned our entire uh, our entire New Year's Day around Stanford's band coming, and it did. Oh my gosh! It was, and it was even better than we hoped for. I would like to point out um, in the in the Lowry's Beef Bowl before the Rose Bowl, Iowa ate. 108 more pounds of prime rib than Stanford did. <laughs> the real winners. Who's laughing now? <laughs> Fancy boys. <laughs> Is that why Iowa lost? They just couldn't turn down food and then they're out there all, uh, all, 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 all. Oh, sabotaged by the thing I love most. Beat Comed. <laughs> yeah, that's called a tragic figure what that is it's called, it's called a greek tragedy shakespeare in like, dinner form more like a <laughs> greece tragedy <laughs> <laughs>